0: The way we consume and share news today is largely rooted in social media outlets. A reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute. We're joined by Erica in yellow. Good morning. Good morning. It's kind of lining up perfectly. We'll be talking about renaming of one type. (laughs) (laughs) I I had to take the chance. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Looking great. Thank you. All right. Let's jump into some of these buzzwords this morning. An iconic local set of pubs, I believe, because there's an entire uh, alley, alley right, of pubs Uh, that's uh, apparently scheduled to be demolished after more than four Decades is in business. In fact, there was a pretty strong tug of war between, I believe, the pub owners and those who have been steadfast against closing down of this entire alley. But it seems the decision has
1: been made. Yes. Um, We're talking about one specific pub here uh, Uichiro's Obi Bear, (laughs) which is located in this alley that is called Nogari Alley. Nogari Mm. means, uh, refers to dried fish, basically, more Mm. specifically, dried pollock. Uh, and uh, this pub was demolished early yesterday morning uh, by force under the court's orders. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you mentioned, the beloved Hunt had been in business for 42 years. Oh, yeah, so it all happened at around 4.30 a.m. yesterday. Um, the signage was torn down, all of its furniture removed by some 100 service personnel hired by the court. There was a lot of uh, physical... Yeah, resistance at the site not only by the pub owners their family but also members of civic groups and Mm. local merchants and in the process one of the family members of the pub owners was injured
0: okay I mean just the fact that there were hundreds of service personnel hired to uh, shut it down essentially forever that should be an indication of how big this sort of uh, tension was between those who want to see clothes and those who don't Mm -hmm. Uh, so Uzi Oviber had been actually long locked up in a dispute with the property
1: owner for some time it turns out yes uh, uh been in dispute since 2018 over the issue of lease extension. Uh, The pub lost multiple lawsuits filed by the landlord and the court uh, subsequently ordered the tenants to vacate the property. In fact yesterday's demolition had been the sixth in a series of compulsory execution ordered by the court. Okay so for a brief while it seemed that the two sides had reached some sort
0: of an agreement that allowed the pub to actually continue the business at the location. Yes, Not too
1: long ago in January um, another pub the, the largest pub, in fact, on this uh, famed uh, Nogari Alley, mm-hmm. Manson Hopu, bought a portion of the building where mm-hmm. Obi Bear is located mm-hmm. and it became the owner of the property. And uh, a mutual agreement between the two parties was reached so that Obi Bear could continue to do business. Oh, now, the yeah. deal was that Manson would raise the rent deposit as well as the monthly rent, and Obi Bear would cover the due fees for the eviction lawsuit. Okay. And uh, both sides agreed just in January so that's only three months ago that's right however conflicts arose again when Manson wou said it would build a new toilet on obi <laughs> bear's property but tech
0: technically, yeah. who claims ownership does become the most important part that's of right. that conversation, right? How, yeah. However uncomfortable it may be. Yes. So there are countless pubs in the city of Seoul, but the Obi Bear held a special place in their hearts, I think for many Seoulites who yeah. maybe visited for
1: decades. Mm-hmm. Maybe they grew up with it, older and young. Yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, Uchido's Mulberry Alley is home to a dozen yeah. uh, or so pubs. It's one of Seoul's top attractions. It's been rather quiet mm-hmm. during the COVID-19 pandemic, but I'm sure with the restrictions lifted. Just this week. And uh, just in time for the season, it's getting warmer yeah. and more and more people are out and about. I have noticed the alley becomes life uh, with hundreds and, uh, you know, on warmer days, thousands of thirsty people every Mm. evening Mm. and uh, frequenters say it is Seoul's answer to Germany's Oktoberfest why travel (laughs) all the way to Munich when you can have just as much fun here right in the heart of Seoul on Nogari Alley. Yeah, there's a bit of a a culture related to this alley. Have you been? Actually, I've never been. You've never been? The drill is as soon as you get a table at one of the establishments along this alley you are served ice-cold draft beer and dried Pollock snack. Gotcha. You don't even have to order. You sit down and they bring you the stuff.
0: <laughs> so I don't get to order. They just give yeah. me what's their best. What people and, eat. And it's a
1: really right. light night out for your wallet because one nogari, one dried fish, costs less than a dollar. <gasps> and a draft beer goes for like 3,000 won. That's kind of... Remarkable. I it's mean, really, we, we talk affordable about it, <laughs> inflation every day, don't we? And we yep. need
0: affordable means to spend a night out, and it, it shouldn't drain your wallet each night, yeah. should it? And uh, I mean, maybe all I, I, the reporters I've I've been talking to recently, they said, you know, they went out for the first time in a very yes. very long time, yeah. and when they were having trouble getting a, a cab ride back uh-huh. home, they said, oh, I'll just go to another establishment, yeah. in which case
1: it costs a lot of
0: money, yes. and this might be a nice way to, I suppose, keep the tradition of having. A fun night, not costing yeah, exactly.
1: And the really interesting part about this whole neighborhood is um, th- this this pub area is yeah. hidden from the main street. Oh. Uh, it's in the back alleys. But then, um, you know, it, you will be very surprised because mm. it, this is an industrial area. It, mm. it has been for decades, mm. and then there are factories mm. and you know printer shops and. Oh. Uh, all of a sudden, you walk in and then you find hordes of people just sitting outside. I think I've been, yeah, <laughs> at outdoor tables. It's yeah. just been
0: so many years that I forgot. But I think I've been when you mentioned like you know all the all the printing uh, yeah. companies and whatnot. I, I do recall walking into an alley and being. Pleasantly surprised. surprised. <laughs>
1: you
0: know, if you think about, I guess it's, I can't, I don't know if I can make the comparison, but Hong Sudong was once uh, yeah, filled with shoe factories, yep. right? But, I mean, now it's sort of the heart of, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Hipsters? <laughs> Hipsters. It's commercialized quite yep. a bit. Um, it's. It's. It would be in our interest to preserve something of the old and something of the dated,
1: right? You know, what makes these uh, places, um, you know valuable, I yeah. guess, is these establishments and, right. you know, tearing them down. Right. It kind of takes away that whole charm. Exactly.
0: Uh, gentrification is, I think, a, a bigger now. issue. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy answer because, of course, these neighbors become more expensive yep. as time, goes, time mm-hmm. goes by. But, I don't know, maybe that's the reason why there are civic groups yeah. actively trying to fight for some of yes. these Nogari alley pubs yep. to stay. Mm-hmm. Alright, on to our second story. Here's another trend. If you live alone... I wouldn't be surprised if you use a service like such, you put out your laundry, in a designated bag, Mm -hmm. and you sign up on an app, and they pick it up, and
1: they bring it back to you. Clean, dry-cleaned, hassle-free. Yes, exactly. You know, dry-cleaning service has always been popular here in Korea, (laughs) but when it comes to just regular laundry, people do their laundry at home. You're right. And honestly, um, (laughs) trying to do my
0: laundry for all of winter's heavy and puffy clothes, and uh, the bedding, the comforters, it's a hassle if you don't have a Big,
1: big washing uh, machine and a washing dryer
0: at home. Yeah,
1: so demand for mobile-based laundry service here in South Korea has surged during the COVID-19 pandemic, mm. and experts say the service is especially popular among millennials <laughs> and Generation Z. Uh, industry experts say the demand more than tripled compared oh. to early last year, <laughs> and it's expected to explode. <laughs> Yes. Go even bigger. Yep. There is one company that is leading the mobile-based laundry service industry. Uh, the name is Laundry Go. Mm-hmm. It's opening the world's largest laundry <laughs> facility next month. You heard Kim that Port. right. That's some sort of world record we're trying to yeah. go for. I think the previous uh, previous city for having this yeah. title of have, being home to the world's largest laundry facility is um, Chicago. No way. Yeah. They have like pizza nights. Yeah. It, it's crazy. <laughs> it's not just a, a laundry facility. They, they cater to their customers in all kinds of ways. This is
0: so exciting yeah.
1: if you think about it. I mean, laundry, bring people together. Because
0: like yeah. <laughs> in my head, I was just expecting a big, hollow, white laundromat. Yeah. But maybe it could be a little bit more than that. The
1: world's largest laundry facility. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about this company because right. last fall, the company announced that it had raised a total of 50 billion won or 41 million U.S. dollars from uh, Korea Development Bank, for example. Altos Ventures, Mm. DS Asset Management, Mm. Samsung Venture Investment, SoftBank Ventures, Mm. and it quickly became the next unicorn candidate of Mm. South Korean venture startups. Mm. And uh, investors have described this company as having the potential to grow significantly, not just here in South Korea, but also in the global market. I mean, why not? I mean, if if it has a competitive edge in cities that don't
0: have a similar format, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they? And of course, if they have the right tricks, then they could put this in any city, Uh right? I feel like most MZs could benefit off of, I don't know, an easy, hassle-free service Mm -hmm. that takes away your laundry. Yeah, Let's talk a little bit more about the beginnings of Laundry Go, because anytime something is close to being dubbed a unicorn, there's a lot of excitement. Of course, it's about
1: public listing and who makes a lot of money. Of course. Now, uh, the founder of the company, Chu Sung-woo, is hailed as an icon of disruptive innovation. (laughs) He, in fact, did not start out as a developer. He was a corporate publicist. Uh, He left the company at a young age. He transformed himself into a startup entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Uh, he took on the role of CEO mm. of Pemin Fresh, mm. run by uh, Dae-min Minjok, and basically a star was born. Uh, in 2013, uh, the company introduced the industry's first uh, morning fresh food delivery service. Mm. He later founded Uishikju Company. Mm. Uishikju basically means food, clothing, and shelter. Mm. Uh, his desire was basically to provide innovative services uh, in those three respective areas, mm. and its first service was to launch Laundry go. I got you. Food. Yep. <laughs> and then clothing and then shelter.
0: Ah. So he checked off clothing, he checked off food. Now on to shelter. Yes probably I'm kind of a tra- <laughs> all right yep. uh, so what kind of services specifically does laundry Girl offer for maybe our foreign listeners I don't know
1: yeah the mobile service features no contact ordering uh, laundry cleaning of course delivery all in the span of 24 hours mm. at a very affordable price uh, recently the company developed an automatic delivery system for each customer's mm. clothes uh, for the first time in the laundry industry um, you know it, it's crazy what this uh, laundry uh, service company is able to do in the span of one day. They recently, they're going to open a new facility in Kunpo next month. Uh, It's basically the size of two football fields and it can dry clean up to 70,000 pieces of clothing, wash 200,000 shirts in the course of a day. That's clothing worn by some 8,000 households. You know what I'm impressed by? That they won't misplace or lose any clothing.
0: That's a lot of clothes being laundered at the same time. I do understand that they're trying to implement more AI services so that everything is on point. Yep. How much does one pay for a laundry service because if it's not affordable, well, MZ will not care much for yes. it. So
1: uh, you would pay around $20, including delivery fees, for 10 shirts. That sounds so affordable. Yeah. And I don't know, depending
0: on what na- which neighborhood you live in, uh, it could be really expensive to dry clean or to send a sh-
1: single shirt. I think the best part is it's delivered to your door and it's done within the span of 24 hours. Do you think we're getting lazier yes. and lazier? <laughs> food for thought. Yep.
0: <laughs> On to our last story as we alluded to uh, WMO that's the World Meteorological Organization mm-hmm. they've renamed the the typhoon from year 2020 uh, to
1: replace Kuni. I want to explain to our listeners why they do this, right? Uh, The reason why they do that is because if a typhoon is too devastating, then its name is retired Mm -hmm. and replaced by a new one. Kuni refers to, it's a a Korean word for swan. I
0: had no idea.
1: Yeah, but uh, it killed uh, more than a dozen people, displaced hundreds and thousands of others back in 2020 in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So Korea proposed Kenari Mm -hmm. as a substitute. Kenari is basically those yellow flowers you see everywhere in Mm -hmm. the springtime here Mm -hmm. in South Korea, forsythias. Mm -hmm. And uh, they held a public contest last year and, to uh, pick the right name, right? To pick the right name, and Kennedy was selected. Okay, so
0: now it's Kennedy's turn to replace the name Kuni. and so we will be now, in, and I suppose in the future, referring to as the Kennedy. Yes. Okay. So
1: Kennedy's turn is going to come after 111 future tropical cyclones. Um, given a total of 25 typhoons, uh, you know, happen each year on average, okay. it's expected to take at least four years to see a typhoon named Kennedy
0: years is not so far off when you said 100 i saw i thought maybe 10 years no. four mm-hmm. years just four years yep <laughs> thank you very much erica have a great weekend have a lovely weekend if you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live monday through friday 7 a.m korea standard time so tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input see you bright and early on good morning Seoul.